Hey everybody, welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday. Great to have you here. Great to be with you again. We're talking about this concept of mimetic, mimetic desire, which is this mirror neuron concept where we are constantly trying to be somebody that we see. Right? It's, it's just who we are. We're looking for things because someone else has it. And this is so important because what it does is it starts to give us things to do that we may not deep down want to do. Right, we have these innate desires, these beliefs, these this I would say spiritual tasks. We have parts of our lives that demand more of us. Right, the stuff that's going to make us us, and we have the stuff that we think we want, but we only really want it because somebody else wanted it. Right, I want the ice cream too. Well, you didn't want ice cream a minute ago. You want the chocolate chip cookies. Well, he got it. What does that have to do with him? Today, I was talking to somebody. Today. And we were talking about hiring somebody for them. Right? They're overwhelmed at work. And they wanted to get a, a person underneath them to help, you know, with, with the workload. So they got an approval from the, the, the head of the company to go hire someone. But the, the, the people that they're going to hire because of inflation are going to make almost as much as they're going to make. So you can imagine this person's been in a company for over a decade. They're a senior person. And just because of inflation, the, 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 a mid-level that comes in is making close to what they're making, and they just can't do it. And I'm like, wait, 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 what do you mean? You're going to get someone to help you. Yeah, but it's not fair. They're going to make as much as almost as much as me. But I'm like, yeah, but they're going to help you. What, what, is, what, do they have, what is their making? So because they're going to take money from the company, you're going to not have someone help you? Like, how does that work? It's not fair. It's their business. It's not fair. I'm, I should be further along on the road. I have more years. Okay, I started when the market was different. I started when I was younger. Okay, maybe when I started, it was X and I've been getting small bonuses and now the market's changed. It doesn't matter. What does their life have to do with your life? Isn't that a question we should ask ourselves? What does everyone else's life have to do with us? The answer is when someone else gets something, we want it. That's just how our brains work. Unless you're aware of it and you can somehow start to deal with it. Because if you're not, what ends up happening is you end up getting things that you don't you never even really wanted you got it because someone else had it now this is a big deal because this could be your entire life right like i know people sitting in corner offices in corporate institutions law firms banks accounting firms that never wanted to be there in the first place but they're there because when they were younger they looked at somebody who said this is an important job and they said, I want to be important. And then they got the job. And then they just went on the treadmill for the next decade. And now they make way too much money to do anything else. But they never even thought for a second that I'm not even going after what I want. I'm going after what someone else wants. It's someone else's desire. And they got it. And I just saw it. So I think I want it. Because I don't know better. I don't, I don't know what success in life is. I'm too young. So I look at someone else who's successful and assume that if I just be like this person, I'll be successful. And then I go out and I go get it. And then I do it. 
And then I realize I don't feel like I'm successful. Because it's not my desire. I'm just imitating somebody else. I'm wearing clothes because other people wear the same clothes. I'm all for it, but like what the whole concept is 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 quite interesting, right? They make clothes up. Like you ever notice that styles just keep on going round and round and round? Right? Like you never you ever like, you know, you ever look at like, you know, your grandmother's album at like Passover Seder and like she she's wearing something and you're like, "Oh my gosh, grandma, you are so in style." And then the next year you're like, "What were you even wearing?" Right? Cuz the thing that she wore 30 years ago is now on the way back. You ever have things in your closet like this? I don't, but from what I I'm guessing you may. Or you may not. Well, how does something become of style? Let's just break it down. Simple. How does things become in style? How do you how does things change? How come in one year you'd wear something and walk outside and feel cool and the next year you would never put it on? How does that happen? Like, how does it happen that what you're wearing right now you may think is in style and what you wore five years ago you're, like, embarrassed of? How does that happen? You know what happens? Here's how it happens. A bunch of people get around the table and they think, um, they're probably experts in style, right? They could be. And then they put the clothes on some really, really, really objectively attractive people. And they put those people everywhere. And you look at them and the attractiveness that you believe are attractive is draped in the styles. And your brain can't tell the difference. And it starts to become, I want to look like them. I should buy what they're wearing. And then there's a few people, God bless them if they're you, I'm not judging it, I'm just sharing it, that really get this. And they wear it. And then you see it again. And you see it on people that are really naturally good at this stuff. So they're always ahead of the game. So they're quote-unquote stylish. And they're wearing it. Now, the people on the billboards are wearing it. And the people that are the stylish ones of your friends are wearing it. And once those two things come in, your brain is going crazy. Because your brain is mimetic desiring left and right and going, I get it now. In order for me to look good, I got to start dressing like this. And then the imitation gene starts to click in, click in, click in. And then you go out to the store and you put it on. And your brain goes, why did you even want this for? You wouldn't have wore this a year ago. You're not going to wear it in a year from now. I'm not judging. I'm just explaining. Because I got my own medic desires. So this may not be one of my big ones, but I got plenty of my own. Do me a favor. I'm the last guy to tell you that, you know, go live in like, you know, a sackcloth in a cave and pray all day. Do me a favor. I am 100% guilty too in my world, in my stuff. We're all the same. We're just trying to get better every day. We get a couple minutes to talk to 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 speak it out. Medic. Medic. Right? Sitting in an office, 
You're happy that you're a VP, you're a vice president, until you find out your friend's a first vice president, and then you feel like you're not enough. And you wonder why your friend has more than you when you thought you were smarter than them. Oh, it's because of your boss. And then it's not fair. And then you feel jealous and envious. Well, an hour ago, you were happy as a VP. That was before you found that your friend was an FVP. When you were younger, everybody lived in the same apartment complex. Nobody seemed to care. But now you're older, you live in the suburbs, and every year someone's redoing their house, and so you got to redo your house. You don't know why. Your kitchen is just as big, is big enough. So why would you take on a home equity, and why would you increase your payments when you're trying to save for X, Y, and Z in order to push out your kitchen when you don't even need a bigger kitchen? You know why you want it and you need it? Because the person next to you has got a big kitchen, and you just went to see them, and you came home and go, you know what we really should do? We should really push out our kitchen. It's life. The medic. It's imitation. I determine what I want based on what I see in others. But here's the problem. The problem is that I I don't really want it. I only wanted it because I saw it. I don't want it because I deep down wanted it. And so now that I'm going to spend a year paying for it, or now that I'm going to spend a decade chasing styles every single month in order to stay ahead, or now that I'm going to spend a large portion of my life climbing the corporate ladder so that I can sit in that corner office and have a C in front of my title. When I get that thing that I've given my life for, it's not going to really feel that good because I never really wanted it in the first place. I only thought I wanted it because someone else wanted it. Think about this a little bit today. How many things in life do we want because somebody else has it? How many things in life are we striving for because we saw it in somebody else? How many things? How many times in life do we feel disempowered when we see somebody else have something that we didn't even know we deep down wanted before we saw it? How many things are we going after that we didn't know existed and we live just fine with? And the only reason why we want it is because the people around it have it, around us have it. Even if we still get it, it's okay. But let's at least talk about it so that we can at least see it. It's okay to do things. It's worse to not know why you're doing them. All right, we'll talk about this. Have a great day, everybody. With God's help, can we see you again tomorrow? Living on a lifeline, the world doesn't ever seem to change. Looking for the sunshine, but you're caught up in the rain. It's like your eyes are wide open, but you cannot see. You're watching life pass you by like one, two, three. Walking in destruction, the winds of life blur your vision. All the devastation. Forever feels like you're on the run, it's time. No one else can set you free, you're locked inside. And only you have got the key.